Hola, mi gente. Welcome back to another episode of Back on the Block with Catalina. This episode is part two of dating apps and relationships. I have Mig back with me to wrap up this segment. And at the end of this episode, you're going to get a chance to listen to some other people discuss their opinion about dating and dating apps. Grab some wine, tea, or whatever you like to drink, and let's jump into this. Please note, I am not a licensed therapist or psychologist. I have done some research for this episode, though. Everything you hear on my podcast comes from my own life experience and what I've learned over the years. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. On our last dating episode, I know we covered dating apps and I talked about my experiences with dating apps, but this time I want to talk a little bit more about apps and other experiences Meg and I have had with dating. I also am going to talk about if dating apps should have a vetting process and the problem with social media and dating. Are you ready to get into this? I am. Let's do it. I came up with this bright idea to create a survey on Google Docs. I thought of some questions I wanted answered, and then I posted the link on my Facebook page, a Tampa Bay Singles page, and my Marine Corps female Facebook page. Here are the questions that were on the survey. Are you male or female? What age group do you belong to? 18 to 21, 22 to 25, 26 to 30, 31 to 40, 41 to 59, 60 or older. Do you think dating apps such as Tinder and Bumble should have a vetting process for users? Yes, most deaf. No, meh, not really. Do you use dating apps for dating, hookups, social media followers? Do you think social media is a problem in relationships that are just starting? Yes, no, not really. Do you think social media is a problem in relationships? Yes, no, depends. Then I asked for comments about relationships or dating app experience. The survey was posted on these Facebook pages for three days and I received 64 responses. Wow, those are a lot of responses. What are some of the things that you found out just going over them and reviewing the questions? Well, I want to review all the responses. 65.6% said there should be a vetting process in dating apps as in Tinder and Bumble. 25% said meh, not really. 9.4% said no. 78.1% used dating apps for dates. 14.1% used dating apps for social media followers. 45.3% said social media is a problem in relationships that are just starting. 32.8% said no, not really. 21.9% said there's no problem with social media and relationships that are just starting. This gets interesting. 35.9% said yes, there is a problem with social media in relationship. 28.1% said no, there's not a problem in social media and relationships. 35.9% said depend. Let's get deeper into these stats. 65.6% of people agreed with me that there should be a vetting process on dating apps. Now let me explain 
what, in my mind, a vetting process looks like. Some apps have an extensive process to have your profile be accepted on their app. Your pictures must be screened along with your writing content. They also make you take a picture doing a peace sign or a thumbs up, something along those lines to make sure you're real and the pictures match who you are. They also limit the number of pictures with filters. I believe Tinder and Bumble should do something like that or even more extensive and maybe those apps would be better for users. While conducting my interviews that you'll hear at the end of this podcast, someone pointed out to me that certain apps attract certain people, which got me thinking. I tend to think Tinder is more of like a hookup app and Bumble is a dating app along with Hinge, but I didn't think about the type of people these apps attract. This also got me thinking, what type of pictures do I and others post on these dating apps? Do certain pictures attract different types of men? You already know. I downloaded Hinge and I posted some modest pictures, but playful ones to see the type of men I attract. So far, it's been three days and I haven't attracted mud and I'm gonna wait a week and then switch up the pictures to a bit more provocative ones and see what happens. Social media and relationships. Let's get into this. So 45.3% said social media is a problem in relationships that are just starting out. 21.9% said no. 32.8% said not really. The next question is split. Do you think social media is a problem in relationships? 35.9% said yes and 35.9% said it depends. Then 28.1% said no. I want to discuss this because I personally think social media and relationships are not a great idea. My previous relationship ended right before Christmas 2017. I was blindsided. I've been single since then. Just a little side note so y'all know. So this guy blamed my son. He said that he couldn't be around him anymore, that my son was undisciplined. He basically used my son to get out of a relationship. I know, shallow, douchebag, yeah, we all get it. So this guy worked nights and when my son and I came home, we had to be quiet. We couldn't make a sound, not a peep. And if we woke him up, he would be pissed, like super pissed. So imagine trying to keep a kid, a six-year-old quiet for two hours. Anyways, the story could go on. It could probably be another episode, but whatever. We're going to keep moving on. So a few days later, after we broke up, he moved out. I found out a couple days later that he was with somebody else. The person that he was with is the person I questioned him about a few months ago. This person was posting a lot on his Facebook and was commenting on all his stuff. This person was Snapchatting him constantly, but he told me that was just a friend and they were talking about dog stuff. So I let it go, but I had it in the back of my mind. For me, social media is a way to openly cheat and get away with it. When I'm interested in someone, I'll check out their Facebook and their Instagram, but I won't become friends with them. Why? Because it's human nature to look through their stuff and see who is constantly liking their material or commenting on it. There needs to be trust in a relationship and that extends to social media. I'm going to ask you a few questions. Do you ever find yourself looking at your ex's social media, seeing what they're up to, who their new partner is? Do you have that friend who is always posting on social media of her new boyfriend and how in love she is and then next week he's out of the picture and then the following week it's someone else? Or how about the couple that is always posting their relationship online, then something goes wrong and they stop posting? But you're like, wait, hold up. I've been invested in your relationship. What happened? Who cheated? What's going on? I need some answers. Or that friend that always posts they're in a relationship with someone every other week and then you're like ah oh, wait weren't you with tiffany like two weeks ago this is all toxic behavior of social media and it's dangerous in relationships if social media does become a problem in your relationship or in your life
life, then take a break and delete the app for a bit. Each day or week you don't get on social media, reward yourself with something. Every other month, I take a break from social media because I get so wrapped up in my phone and I need to see what else is around me. Social media is toxic for the mind, soul, and relationships. And not only for a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship, but for a parent-child relationship as well. Kids see you on the phone, so put the thing down and pay attention to them. You don't always have to post the latest and greatest thing that you're doing. All right, Meg, are you ready to talk about our speed dating experience? No, I'm not ready, but I guess I don't have a choice, right? No, no, you don't. Okay, so Meg had the brilliant idea of trying speed dating. So I wasn't into it at first, but whatever. She talked me into it. We bought her tickets and it was in Philadelphia. So we drove to Philly. We got all dressed up. We looked good. And I remember being so nervous, but excited because I was like, we're going to do speed dating. There's going to be a bell. We're going to have name tags. We're going to be like, oh, next, ding, ding, ding. And I don't know. I was excited. I was nervous. And we get there. It was not some Aussie classy place that you see in the movies. It was more of a grungy bar and they didn't give us a drink. And I remember because you were mad, Meg. You were mad that they didn't give us a drink. And we paid $40 for a ticket. We went to the bar and we got a drink. And as soon as we got the drink, a fly landed in your drink. And then you got even more mad. But you got a free drink out of that. So you were like, okay. We sat down at our table and we were waiting for everyone to arrive. But there wasn't that many people. And we were just looking at each other. And I remember I took this picture of you. And you were smiling. And it was a Snapchat. And I was like, and she said, let's try speed dating. And I actually have that picture on my wall in my room. So not that many people came. There was, I think there was more females than males. But when we looked at the males, we were like, let's go. So we left and we just went to the bar upstairs. And since then, I haven't been speed dating since. Have you been speed dating? No, that was my first and my last experience. I definitely remember that night and it was weird. I went in there expecting something and then came out realizing it was the total opposite. So we went out to dinner for work one night and we actually ended up going to a speed dating event. Now we weren't part of it, but we got to see it. Now that one seemed like it was more fun and it was in a better location, a better place. It wasn't in Pennsylvania. And yeah, I mean, we only experienced one. I'm sure there's people out there who've had worse experiences and better experiences. Hey, some of you may be listening and met your significant other on speed dating. That's pretty cool. But um, I haven't been to one since then. But I just want to go over what Kat's findings were. I think it's pretty interesting to see where people's ideas and opinions are when it comes to this topic we all like to think our dating issues are unique but we all face similar fears and barriers the state of our dating culture is in dire need of change some of us tend to overcompensate when we end up meeting new people especially if we get nervous as females we don't want to seem like we're clingy psycho or something else that we're not and this is such a big issue i mean people are using apps to literally change the way they look and to me it has just become a super superficial apparatus that does not accurately represent that of that person so i have actually become single again 
if you guys did not hear the last episode that Kat recorded, then I highly suggest you go back, listen to it, and come back again. And I've gone back on the app, but I've spent less than 24 hours on it before I delete it. It's happened three times already. Uh, I'm sure that there are plenty of people out there that can relate. And it's something that we get so frustrated with, but we tend to go back in hopes that we find a different outcome. In my opinion, I actually prefer to meet people in a more organic way, such as joining sports, clubs, or even group meetups, you know, such as Eventbrite, Meetup, anything that you can think that's out there besides these dating apps. Unfortunately, we are recording this while we are in a pandemic, and so social distancing is essential throughout this time, which makes it even that much harder. So maybe, hey, there's um, virtual dating that's going on now. But all in all, my opinions on social media, dating apps, or any other mediums that people use to find dates come down to the person themselves and their judgment on how they tend to use it. I think the biggest issue with this is that some people use dating apps to find dates, some use it to get over exes, some even use it as a form of self-love because they themselves don't feel it, so they need to search for it. Um, Some use it for sex, while others use it for ill intentions. It's up to you to make sure that before you get onto any of these apps, you're honest with yourselves. You figure out why you're on it, and most of us aren't, so we just need to be more aware before we get on it. This makes the biggest difference on how things can turn out after meeting up with someone. We are not discouraging you from dating or dating apps. We just want you to be safe. We want you to know what's out there and to have fun. But just protect yourself and know what you're really looking for and make sure that you are good on the inside before you start dating. Make sure you're healthy and your mind is right before you get on these apps. All right, so let's get into the comments that people have left on the survey about their dating app experience or just dating in general. All right, so here we go. My partner ended up deleting his social media app because he would message girls inappropriately. I ended up finding out about it and he lied, which broke trust within our relationship. It was rocky for a while, but he finally realized He was fucking up and decided to get rid of his social media on his own. Now we are so much better. I do not think social media is a problem in all relationships, but it can be a problem in some. Totally agree. This is a good one. They should put names, last names, alongside the first names. I ended up dating two brothers. I mean, I don't know how that happens because I think wouldn't the brothers end up like chatting with each other about the same girl okay anyways i like them since i have a hard time meeting new ladies in person okay i agree they are like window shopping always looking for the better one i have met the past few guys i've dated through apps and i have not seen an issue there are some guys that are terrible and there are some that are great it's an easy way to meet people I've also made friends on dating apps as well. Okay, I can agree with this next one coming up just because I've had this experience lately. Nobody wants relationships. They just want hookups. I agree. I totally agree. Not enough vetting anyone can join. I don't like the fact that apps for dating take advantage of people's loneliness or attempt to connect 
with the other sex, especially when they say it's free, then charge you an absorbent amount of money. I don't mind paying for a service, but be upfront about it and not put it in tiny print. So there are dating apps that you have to pay for to be on the app itself. And then there's dating apps that if you want an extra service, like to see who likes you or to get like extra likes or whatever, you have to pay a monthly fee. So I can understand that. A lot of previous relationships can still be on social media. I think the hardest thing I've dealt with is purging out previous relationships and allowing fresh start with your new partner. This is from a 31-year-old lesbian. I can see this. I have been in a relationship where my previous partner had his previous girlfriend all over his social media and I kind of had an issue with it I was like why is she still all over your social media like take down those pictures he didn't see an issue with it I did dating apps in my opinion are a joke I prefer to meet men organically true but in this case we're in a pandemic it's very hard to meet people organically especially in Florida where I'm located because it's a hot spot. No one wants to go anywhere or you shouldn't go anywhere. And I want to give you all an update from my little hinge dating experiment. I since deleted the app. It was a complete failure. Womp, womp, womp. Yes, complete failure. I deleted it. I don't want to do dating apps for a long, long, long time. What I have experienced is that men on these dating apps don't want a relationship. They don't. And they're not upfront about it. You have to waste time and then they'll tell you that they don't want a relationship. You have to waste time and then you find out that they are doing all sorts of drugs. That they actually don't have a job. That they live with their ex-girlfriend. That they don't want to date someone with a child but they just want to be friends. So it's just very pointless. So you waste all this time talking to someone and you have to literally just drag it out of them what they're looking for and they can't be upfront about it. So you spend five to seven days speaking to someone, getting to know someone. And then on that fifth or seventh day, they're like, yeah, no, I don't know. Um, I thought I told you like the first day I don't want to be with anyone that has a child. No, you didn't tell me that. So my dating app venture is closed, chapter closed for a long time. I am just going to enjoy the single life and play it out. And whatever comes my way comes my way. And until then, I'm going to have fun. All right, so those comments... Some of them were a little weird. Some of them were just obvious. Um, I do think that a lot of people are on there for the wrong reason. It's called a dating app, people. Someone out there needs to make an app that's called hookup app where you know it's just for hooking up. So for me, it's just, it's a little bit annoying. I currently also deleted the app. I deleted it mainly because I just did not want to put effort into it. I know that you can meet some amazing people on there. You know, if you put the time and the effort into it, I 
honestly could not be bothered. I didn't want to be consistent on messaging a guy back. I didn't want to just go back on the apps and it was just, and the selection, the selection was um, (laughs) not good, but that's me, you know, having like this superficial idea of what I think a guy should look like based on the attraction level that I'm used to. But again, that's kind of superficial of me to say, but I'm being honest. Yeah, man, these these apps, man. Run, run, Forrest, run! <laughs> it just sucks. It freaking sucks. And it sucks because I can't even imagine our generation and how, you know, we were kind of brought into this at a later age. Because obviously my friend and her fiance, they were never on a dating app. They never had the experience <laughs> to go on these dating apps. And I tell them, you are so lucky. Um, and then my other friend who got out of a relationship, I believe I was like 21, 22, my early 20s. She, it was like like a fish that's used to fresh water and you're throwing them into like the ocean. You know, they just started freaking out. Like, what do I do? Questioning everything. So, man... <laughs> If you're out on dating apps, just have fun. If you want to be on it, go ahead. Just know what your intentions are and make sure you tell that person right away. Because like what Kat said, some of these guys out here will, and girls too. I'm not just saying guys because I can only speak for myself. I mean, you know, yeah, just know your intentions and and state them. Don't hold them back. I am super, super excited to share with everyone some amazing people that I have met and that I was able to interview. So I want to release their interviews and segments over the next few weeks for your enjoyment. I'll be working on some sex episodes in the coming months and I need some interviews. So if you're interested, send me a message on Instagram so I can interview you. And please note that if you are interested in being interviewed and I ask you a question that you don't feel comfortable with you don't have to answer and i'm super chill so hit me up thank you for listening to this episode if you enjoyed hearing what i have to say please subscribe so you don't miss a new episode also check me out on instagram to see what i've been up to it's been real amigos stay true to yourself and be safe out there adios